0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Sonic Talk. This is episode 459, uh, recording today live on Wednesday the 17th of August 2016 of your Earth years. I want to say thank you very much to everybody for joining us in the chat room, of which we have... A fulsome chat room. I'll say it once and I'll say it again till the day I die. Uh, and also, just well, well, if you're wondering what else this might be on, apart from chat rooms, uh, we're streaming on YouTube Live and want to say welcome to our, our viewers there. Well, everybody's watching it via that at the moment. But this is a podcast that's to do with music production, electronic musical instruments, studio work, live production, anything to do with making music, the business of making music, opinions about, so, you know, I mean, basically all, the whole sort of ecosystem surrounding working as uh, or in the audio slash music industry. I think that's a a rough, potted... I, I don't think I'd submit that for the kind of paragraph... That you'd say, you know, I just need 30 words to describe the show, but uh, but you get the idea. If you're watching it, it's much easier to hear. So, uh, sorry, that was terrible for SEO if I had written that down. Anyway, I want to say welcome to uh, Mr. Ty Unwin, who is our sole guest this week. Is very kindly one of the busiest men in the world uh, there in his lovely synth cave uh, joined us uh, probably he's probably fending off very stressed out executive music producers and directors who want to make him to make changes to the, whatever it is that he's working on at the moment. So Ty, i when, how are you?
1: Um, exactly in that position, actually. No, it's, it's, it's good. I've had a, I had a night's prose prose and, um, but no, things are good. Things are good. Lots on. And, uh, very different things which is good you know that that kind of keeps me going i hate i hate the idea of just doing the same thing day in day out
0: yeah so you can variety that. is the spice of life all of those things
1: absolutely so no good thank you very much
0: and just yes, an a-, and
1: a great introduction oh ah, well great
0: thank you you're very kind i suppose you'd also say just a big up to the uh the the, the great britain olympic team who i think have surpassed 50 medals on the table and somehow for a nation of 50 million are in at uh, second in the table against <laughs> against massive countries with huge budgets. So, good for them. I've been sort of... Uh, I don't know if anybody's interested in the Olympics. I'm not especially. But i, I tell you what I have discovered. Hockey is really exciting to watch. Uh, and um, that was about it, though. That's probably my only revelation. If you had any... This is way off topic, but, you know, there's only two of us, so we, you have to excuse us. You
1: know, you know I love the Olympics. And I, I the reason I love them, it's the same reason I love the World Cup or Euro, you know, kind of whatever, is... The fact that it's great to work, too, because I spend so long in here that I, you know, kind of human contact is somewhat limited some of the time. Um, and I always have to have a kind of I have something moving in the studio all the time, just to feel as if I am actually alive and there are people in the room. And so I always have a monitor on with just random TV on. Oh, I like Olymp- Olymp- yeah. Olympics on. It's just perfect, because it's just done all the time. Uh, and because of the time difference with Rio, it means that it's come kind of right until 4 o'clock in the morning, which is my kind of time. And you don't have to have the sound to turn up. You just watch, it. People watch people running and jumping and...
0: Diving. turning
1: yep. and diving, and, and it's great. I love
0: it. So, yeah, well done, GB, because unbelievable. It is, isn't what it? a little place. It is yeah, amazing. unbelievable. So... Yeah. It's amazing how we could be Great. so politically untogether, yet you know our sport <laughs> seems really politically
1: come But anyway, we win. We, that
0: well, I'm trying. I, I'll try and keep it on track. I promise everybody. So, um, so this week, uh, what's been happening this week? Well, there's there's a few interesting things. Let me see what's first in the list. Uh, oh, what the Dreadbox Murmux two. This was something that you mentioned, um, and uh, I'm I'm sure. Have I not got? a... I thought I had a ah. Here we are. This this actually. Looks really awesome, I have to say. if I could make that image bigger, I expect I can. Yeah, this is uh, Dreadbox is, have announced a, a yeah, version to this.
1: Is, two. This is gear on my now? Part.
0: That is, to me, uh, this is
1: something that,
0: yeah, sorry, carry on. Oh, we can't lose oh, I'm back. You're I'm back. back, I'm back. You're back. He froze from a So Dreadbox, as you, I don't know if anybody knows. Well, I mean, I'm a fan of the Dreadbox Erebus. It's got a lot of character. We did a Meet the Makers with Yanis uh, from Dreadbox uh, at Music Messer. I think I posted it um, a few weeks ago. And there's just something about the sound. It's got a kind of charisma. And this is a, a kind of all-new design. As far as I could tell, because the Murmux was much less. This has got three VCOs plus a, v, a, a kind of, I guess, a, some sort of hypersaw type of VCO, which is VCO four. It's got multi-mode filter. It's got great patching. It's got loads, and it, it's also got the has it got the digital delay on it as well? I can't see that. I thought it did. Yes, it has the it e- the echo as well. They uh, they said. They were going to make 50 of these, sold out absolutely instantly, Instantly, dollars 99 And it's got that kind of... When, when um, Dreadbox first appeared on the scene, they had this kind of soft furnishing kind of casing. So they got this, it's like herringbone, uh, tweedy type, type stuff, which might not work so well in a gig situation after a few gigs and a few spillages. But this is... I have to ask you, Ty, they sold out. Are you going to be the recipient of one of these? Assuming you haven't uh, just paused, you've paused in thought there. Ah, uh, we've lost him. That's, you know, that that's one of the problems with only having a single guest because then I have to tread water and figure out. But I have to say, this does look really pretty good. Ty, did you order one? Hello. Hello, hello. Can you hear me? Sorry. That's all right. We'll have you... Yeah, that's it. We'll have you... Uh... Did you, did you get one? Do you want my audio, or
1: shall I try and... Let me just try... Uh, let me just try something very quickly. I'm going to take out the video camera and try something, just go back to old school. Is that all right?
0: Yeah, yeah, sure. That's no problem. I will do that. So I don't know what's going to happen here, whether we're going to... Uh, oh, let's just mute that a second. Uh, but... They were really excited. I got an email because I, I wrote an email because I was trying to find some video stuff uh, just to see whether or not uh, there was any video for this, which I couldn't find any video, obviously, because they haven't made these yet. Or they well, they have made them. They've done a pre-order of fifty, which they've sold out, which ain't bad. That's like seventy-five grand, uh, and they were blown away just by just how many and how much interest there was in this and I have to say I'm looking at this thing because I've got the Dreadbox Erebus which I do like and this thing looks really nice pair uh, three LFOs let's see I think we have a tie coming back three LFOs uh, two envelopes by the looks of things let's see if we can get him back are you there tie not at the moment I think we're trying to reconnect right now, so let's see how we get on. Oh, this is fun! Oh no, he's gone. So it might be just me then. <laughs> right. Well, I am sorry for this. If you were looking forward to a load of guests, as you can imagine, in the summer it's quite difficult to uh, bring everybody together. Lots of people travelling, lots of people doing festival gigs. I know Gaz is doing gig. Uh, people who have been working a lot hard are doing it in holiday season. So that's the way it crumbles sometimes so i'm just waiting to see if Ty will come back online but yeah this murmux uh i don't know if they're going to go into a wider production i do hope so because it does look like it's 14.99 us dollars so it's not an ex- not not particularly cheap synthesizer but it, it if it's got any of the character of the uh erebus then i think we're into something quite special uh, what are the differences between this and the original? Ah, here we go. We have Mr. Ty again. Yes, I can hear you.
1: Is that okay? Yeah, that'll do. Sorry, it's uh, this is just me on an iPad now. That's all
0: right. If that works, I'm happy. How I, I have to ask because you're normally a gentleman who likes who who will take a punt on a pre-order type of thing. Did you? Did you buy one of these? Yes. Ah, oh, wow. When, uh, when's it going to come?
1: middle of September apparently there's there's a reason for this this is um this is absolute gear lust because I think I don't know what you've just been saying I'm sure you've been kind of singing lyrical about the Erebus um and I've got an Erebus and there's something very special about it very special about do you know what I have a feeling if you if you shoved one of these through an oscilloscope um I think they're probably one of the most imperfect sense in terms of oscillators and filters and whatever but there's something about them that's very raw and has a huge amount of character for a little 350 pound you know kind of box of tricks.
0: and i mean the, the thing that i found with it i have to say because i took one up to i did some golf up sessions earlier in the month and obviously they've got everything you know loads of synths and it's all about the sound yep. and i just took this up and plugged it in and just and i was listening to it on their bit their speaker system which you know is not the same thing i've got here and and it, the girth and the weight and the depth of the oscillators is it, it's yep. up there with everything you know it, it competed absolutely no problem It it was perfectly happy amongst all of those really high-end things
1: i i stuck it against my system 55 and it's it's just it's completely different but it's just it's in the same ballpark i mean it really is a fantastic synth and so i saw about this i saw about this Mermux um the v2 because i wasn't really aware of the v1
0: no it was it was one of the first ones that came out and it kind of because i think with the erebus is, is when it when it really you know Thing it went big so it's the stuff that was performed before that and also i think i think it's discontinued the the version one
1: it is it is it it is discontinued and then the so i saw this on friday i think it was and suddenly got very excited about it and then started contacting people and exactly like you said that they're all gone they're 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 now sold out i think a, a handful maybe two or three Something like that came into the UK, and well, actually, that's a lie. Because, okay, I know things, but basically, I've got one. I've got one, and if someone really does desperately want one, I know some. I know someone that has one.
0: Is this a Mermaid version be- one or a, a version two?
1: No, version two. This is the V two. Right. So there is one still available. that basically, it took, it's a very long story. But to cut along with I basically was trying so desperately to get one. Having got one, one of the other people I'd contacted had said, uh, "You know, well, we've got we've reserved one for you as well." Uh-huh. And when I said, oh, "I'm sorry, I've got one now they said, "And I said, Look, get it anyway because buy it because you'll sell it just like that." So, so if someone is really desperate for one. I know where there will be oh, kind of spirit. I know
0: where there's a Murmux too. Wow, that's... F- yeah,
1: basically. But yeah, I've, got, I've, got, I've got one on the way. And um, it looks... At, this is proper, proper gearless for me. This is really exciting. I, know that's,
0: I guess that's saying something because, I mean, you know, as we know, you've got a lot of synthesizers that you... I mean, because we've talked about this before because, you know, you're doing a lot of uh, cues for music and maybe period drama or sci science or documentaries yeah. and that kind of thing. And, and yeah. obviously with your way of working... Your, your your the amount of synths that you can actually use must be quite limited because it has to come straight back. It has to be... And and yet, do you, I mean, have you found a place for... You know, do you make exceptions, I suppose, is the answer, was what I'm asking. You know, it's like, well, I'm going to use this even though I know it might not come back exactly the same if I need to change the cube. I've just got to use it.
1: Yeah, there are certain, certain things that do, you have to make. I, I have to do that. I kind of commit it fairly early on. And... You know, obviously all the synths with presets, that's fine. But uh, yeah, all of the kind of um, stuff about memories, I kind of have to make a decision. Well, look, I'll kind of, i try to hold the patch as long as I can until, you know, get gets used to something else. But, I, you know, I'm just, I just, I'm there with photo. It's not like it used to be. I just photograph everything and make students notes of trying to get a sound back. And quite often you never quite get it back the same. But if, you know, if something is that special, it it needs to be, it needs to be heard. So, you know, kind of, um, but yeah, a lot of the time, don't, you know, don't get me wrong. A lot of the stuff I do, you know, I could get away with having a fraction of this amount of sense, but the reality is I use them. I have them because I can, and and I do use them all the time when I can. Um, But at the end of the day, it's also the fact that it is, you know, I genuinely have gear lust, but gear lust is something which, I mean, we can go to a whole new topic with this, but it's something that when I was younger, I used to have loads of. I mean but now there's something about the way the industry especially a few years ago where having that yearning for synths just kind of disappeared, if that makes sense. It's just have you had this have you had a similar thing? You know, kind of where you go through stages where there are stages where you, you look at everything and want everything, and there are other stages where you'll look at and just go,
0: "I don't want anything. Well, it's in. I mean, as a reviewer, it's very different because uh, a lot of the time you're reviewing things that you might not necessarily want, or you think you might want, uh, and then you realise actually this isn't for me. But then you still have to uh, create an impression of how you might use it and try and you know. Uh, 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 I mean, I like to try and adapt, uh, adopt anything that I'm reviewing and use it in some form of creativity yes creative aspects so that you know that there's that connection with it so if you can find, if you can't find anything to be creative with something then that comes becomes difficult and you do get you can get a bit jaded and i think that the uh, I, I think that actually airbus is probably one of the things recently that has rekindled that to a certain extent although there are other synths as well that do that i mean it's not just it's not just for that so i mean there are other aspects too Hmm. and there we go. That's uh, Ty's latest frozen pose. <laughs> well, well, I'm very excited that he's managing to get one, uh, and that is going to be. Uh, I'm, I'm going to have to come and visit for that. I mean, I couldn't. I I couldn't justify spending a thousand quid on a on a mono synth at the moment. Although I guess if it's got four oscillators, the chances are it's going to be four voice paraphonic because that actually is one of the um, one of the things that the the Airbus does have it's only it's two voice paraphonic but you can you can ad- address the oscillators separately so you can have you know lines don't have to follow each other with an interval they can be completely separate Of obviously they they will share the actual uh the filter and what have you so uh that's another loss of tie that's going to be interesting well um let's see if we can move on to another topic because we know we have uh uh we have established that he is in fact going to get one, and it's not going to be all that long. That's what's that? Sir, so what's where are we about? The, uh, what's the date? Seventeenth. So about a month, he's going to get it if there. If it's all well and good, that sounds pretty good. I'm sorry, I am pedaling a little bit. It's quite disconcerting when you're the only guest, and the other one is probably desperately trying to get back online. <laughs> We need to uh, we need to probably try and figure out a way to get Tyson better internet. But I think the problem is is because like he he's in the sticks. You know that's where his studio is up somewhere in the Cotswolds. So um, are you back? Oh, he was nearly for a moment. Let's try let's try audio only for a while and just see if that uh, that helps us because it, it, it's quite uh, difficult to maintain the <laughs> maintain the pace. Let's see. Uh, right, okay. Oh, no, that's better. Are you going somewhere closer to your, uh, interweb action? Oh, no, he's gone again. Awesome. Um, okay, uh, I can't go full screen because he's not there anymore. Okay. Maybe the thing to do, then, at this point, which is rather disastrous, is to, um... Hold on, you have to excuse me a second... I'm getting a bit flustered now. I normally can keep it together, but usually there's a weather guest involved who can uh, who can actually assist with the um, the spaces. Uh, yes, too much interference from all the sims. You could well be right there. Actually, that would be that would be quite uh, quite something if that were the case, wouldn't it? Uh, stop motion sonic talk show. Yes, it is a bit like an animation special. Um, right maybe the thing to do then is I'm going to do a let's do an ad because at least we can get that in this is from uh, Isotope presumably that'll work as well hold on I've just got too many mises and windows open This, of course, is Isotope's Vocal Synth. Plugin, which offers you uh, many ways to process your voice. Polyvox for harmonies. Regular Vocoder. CompuVox in one plug on Of course, you can download your free demo at isotope.com forward slash And not only that, but we have a competition. We asked you uh, last week uh, when we did our little Deep Mind special. I want to say thanks to Alec for that again. That was great. Uh, we asked you to tweet the hashtag. Uh, what was it? Outside the Vox and Vocal Synth two at Sonic State. and we got a winner. The winner is M Phillips, also known as Phided One. That's P H A Y D E D One at Phided underscore uh, One. The word One, and he said, "I wonder if Behringer will develop." variations of DeepMind after the current feedback? That's a very good question. We know that they're talking about uh, a desktop concept and I suspect... That now, with all of this success that they've had, it will spur them on, or hopefully to make some more things, assuming that this turns out to be as good as uh, everybody is hoping it will be. Anyway, you have won a copy of Isotope Vocal Synth. Uh, if you want to try your hand to win one this week, we're asking you to tweet the hashtag TalkBoxLove, that's one word, TalkBoxLove, and the hashtag Vocal Synth to at State and at Inc. That's the hashtag TalkBoxLove and the hashtag Vocal Synth to at statement at isotope inc and uh, you will be picked next week as a potential winner let's see do we have some audio from ty have you got me i've got audio let's stick with that that'll do for me and we'll just go I'm with that f- that's all right that's really no problem i appreciate you being okay. a solo guest normally we've got because we've got more guests it's easy you know we can cover these kind of things but when it's one-on-one it's a bit trickier but don't worry i i haven't uh I haven't lost any uh, bodily functions from the stress or anything. I'm doing all right. I i, I might. I'm not sure I've lost any more hair. Perhaps you could tell. I don't think so, though. But anyway, so uh, I'm pleased to say that you are. I mean, it's fantastic that you're getting hold of one. And uh, uh, and I think I'm hoping they're going to make more of them. I mean, hope this one off, because I, I think I said earlier, that's 75 grand they've got in pre orders. So hopefully, I mean, in Greece, that might go a long way, you know, because as we know, the, so yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, fingers crossed. I mean, it just looks it looks far too awesome to just make make 50 of them. You know, I think they've got to have some common sense at some point and go, oh, hang on a minute. <laughs> so fingers crossed, fingers crossed.
0: Well, when I spoke to Yanis at uh, uh, the guy from Dreadbox, the sort of head honcho, he said that they sold about 2,000 Erebus, which is a pretty big number for a small company like that. So, it is. So, yeah. yeah. Good on them. Right, let's see what next we've got. Ah, oh, yes. Here we are. New Launchpad Pro firmware, scales mode, which uh, this is a great demo, I think, anyway. This powerful diamond instrument has all the same characteristics, only on a much larger scale, 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 scale,
1: scale, 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 scale. A new instrument with which you will be placed under hypnosis. How do you do that? Well, there are many
0: ways in math. This is A 90s breakbeat vibe, then gets all a bit ethnic later on. It, it, whoever this guy is, done some great. But it's interesting to see someone playing something a bit more virtuosic, keyboard like. Alright, I thought that was a great demo. But this is the news that the uh, uh, Launchpad Pro uh, has had a new firmware update. Uh, which adds a whole lot of functionality and i think in fact circuit's getting more scales as well and i mean what what really what what this came out a you know this is great Uh, and it's quite interesting that it's coming out for a kind of grid based controller so uh, uh, but the other thing that was really more interesting to me was the fact that what they've done is they've gone for this kind of hardware host and just that they've been really—I mean—they've been pumping out the firmware updates for all of their stuff recently, and I think that's just a really commendable thing. I wonder if this perhaps is going to be a, a new form factor. I mean, we've talked about this before a little bit a more generic thing and then you just keep adding features and keep adding things and you have you know sort of brilliant minds coming up with ways uh together with the users that go hey what if you could do this and do that and it's all about the operation and the operability i don't know what you think about that Ty. i mean i don't know if you're a innovation user in terms of grid based stuff i couldn't i can't remember whether you've said you are or not uh,
1: i mean i've i've got a launchpad pro but i mean i kind of i absolutely very very limited use of it um i mean i've got i'm a, I'm a push 2 user and you know, um, yeah, I I think in terms of, I think exactly what you said about Novation and the way they treat their products and they update their products is absolutely commendable. And I think it's uh, they've always been at the forefront of actually keeping things moving and keeping things changing. I mean, from my point of view, this update, you know, kind of even though I've got a you know, kind of a Launchpad Pro isn't really that much interest because I think you and I both agree that you know, kind of essentially with keyboard players. And so a, a keyboard does a perfectly good job of sounding like a keyboard. And if I want to play a keyboard line, I'll use a keyboard. Yeah, but, that makes um, sense. I go, it's like kind of relearning stuff for me. Whereas if you're not a keyboard player and you're kind of, you're more paddy-orientated, I mean, what a great update, you know. And also the fact that you can change the scale. So essentially, in theory, as long as you keep it basic, you can't make a mistake. So all of that kind of thing is fantastic. And that combined with, as you say, the fact that Novation are one of those companies that do um, keep up, just keep updating their stuff, you know. Which is, uh, you know, that, there's a lot of companies that don't do that. Mentioning no names, yeah. Roland, um, <laughs> and you know, and it's 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 sad because a lot of people then are stuck with stuff that they're just waiting for the version two or the you know they'll just drop well i it suppose co-
0: economically it makes more difference if you can sell put somebody a different bit of hardware i mean there must be a point where it's like well if we could sell enough of the hardware um to to make a version 2 or we just make the hardware and, and, and make enough updates so that people will buy whatever that, you know, the solid piece of hardware is. I mean, there's probably a, a tipping point, isn't there, where it makes sense. Well, that, how, how, I must have to say, though, Ty, I mean, you are overlooking the fact that Roland have added CC control to the boutiques oh, with the 1.1. Uh, and that is quite a big deal because I, I don't know if you, I, when I reviewed them, the thing with, with the boutiques, and I know you've got them, is certainly on the JP08, the t- it's so hard to find those little sweet spots on those, particularly if you've got, you know, big hands. I mean, I've got quite small hands, and I found it quite difficult to find those points. But now they've added uh, CC mode, so they'll spit out CC and they'll receive CC, so that means that you could use a larger format uh, controller to kind of get in there. Are, are you... Uh, is, that, is that a firmware from Roland that excites you? I'm sure it must be.
1: Of course it is. Yeah, yeah, That I mean, that is... I mean, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not wanting to come down on Roland and pick them out particularly. It's just they're quite well known for not completely following up their updates but this is a fantastic update this is essentially i mean i said ages ago this was the one thing that they had to do really if it it was doable i mean i'm you know i'm not technical from that side of things i didn't know if it was doable i imagine it would be the fact that they've done it is 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 brilliant because that's a real that's a big thing for those boutiques and um i mean i know a lot of people that have kind of hung out on buying them almost for that reason and that reason alone. And, um, but now, I mean, kind of the world's your oyster when it comes to, if you're thinking what you can do with it, if it honestly, I, I still go back to the boutiques. If they'd upped the polyphony, uh, that would have pooed all over us. So much stuff. So much stuff. Yeah. Why they with that? That's the only, that's still the only thing about the boutiques. If they, if they'd gone up to six, that would have, you know, six or eight, that That's really I'm just
0: uh, showing up uh, pictures of the of the boutique in case people don't know what we're talking about. These are sort of teeny tiny little sort of pocket sized versions of DSP uh, and AC, uh, ACB modelled versions of that, some of their classic synths. You have got the JX uh, JU06, which actually is remarkably close to the the Juno, yeah. and the JPO8, uh, which is. I don't know how close that was but you know it's it it's got some enhancements and also the JX3P is that 3P 3P they're, they're, they're they
1: they basically these for the money that these are these shouldn't be able to sound so close to the originals they do they are very good very very good for the money you know um but it's uh, there were only the two things it was the limited polyphony and the uh, fact it couldn't take midi cc's but now they've got over the you know, kind of that one, uh it just becomes a lot more versatile, a lot more versatile. It's
0: a shame that that wasn't done at the beginning, as you say, because, I mean, that would have made a lot more sense. What One thing I was going to ask, though, is, so if you're using something else to control them, with, what is it that you would use? I mean, do you have a generic controller or do you have, like, you know, a, a fader on your master keyboard that you would use to control that or would you use software? I mean, how would you, how would you, will you, I've st- or... I've st-
1: yeah, I've I've still got. I mean, I've got lots of ways of uh, you know, in terms of faders and sliders and things, as well as, you know, I've got things like a you know, complete control, and I've got Novation SL keyboards, but I've also got a con- a control freak. Do you remember the old Kenton control freak?
0: Gosh, yeah, that's. I've got,
1: a, I've got a Kenton control freak sixteen that's that's plugged into my MIDI interface. That's you know, that's how far that one goes back. And then I've got things like. Um, file you know the—I can't remember what it's called now. You know the Kurzweil uh, ribbon controller, whatever that was called. I've got one of those. Wow! Um, which is again. Uh, so, in terms of controllers, I've got the. There we go. There's the Kenton
0: um, Control freak. Very nice.
1: There you go. I've got the 16 channel version of that. Have you worn? Have then, you have
0: you used it so long? You've worn the sharp edges off the case yet? <laughs>
1: <laughs> they are deadly. They are absolutely <laughs> deadly um but the 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 other thing that i've got is i've got one of um kent's i've got uh one of the touch controllers that i know rich has got as well um oh, the, for the Impos-
0: imposca right
1: the nice thing about that is you know kind of you can start playing with that and you know kind of because that i think it follows the same kind of format i know that i've set up some things mm. with uh other soft synths that um have worked using that so so fingers can you know i haven't i haven't done the download yet i've been so busy um and a chance to do the Roland um download but hopefully um yeah i just can't wait to get my teeth into it i mean and i think that's the difference now you can really get your teeth into it because i suffer from the same problem you as you i've got fat fingers i am sausage fingers and um you know the fact that it can get over that will be brilliant especially with the jpo8 which as you say finding the sweet spot was
0: impossible yeah really difficult i and, and it's so are you using these in productions then? I mean are they showing up I mean cuz you've got some of the you know you've got I don't know if you've got the you haven't got an original JPA have you so
1: No no if, if I'm totally honest they they've not been used in anything anything uh in earnest no they haven't they basically form part of my traveling rig Ah okay and they come. so and what tends to happen with my traveling rig is um yeah, I mean I'll I'll kind of mock things up on it and then basically when it gets back into the proper studio then I kind of sit there and most of it I have to say gets replaced with you know, higher end synths. But if if I didn't you know put it like this, if I didn't have the 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 Posha synths and I had to rely on these, it would still, it would still work. You know. It would still be fantastic. Yeah. Well, that
0: that's interesting. I mean, that's another interesting thing. I mean, because you know, people sort of say, "Why do you need so many synths?" And the uh, and part of it is, I think, I think to a degree, you know, each thing has its own interface, which means that you have muscle memory for or or kind of head spaces that you occupy when you go to it yeah i'm looking for this kind of thing and creatively yeah. that's not so easy to replace with a software interface or you know something that does everything so i mean i'm guessing there's an element of that to it as well you know if you turn to your andromeda or your uh yeah. 008 or your uh, your your um, your modal or whatever it may be it's because it occupies a kind of creative space that you would then know that you'll are
1: is It is, and I I write differently depending on what synth. You know, I I will play differently depending on what synth I've got in front of me and and the interface alongside it. Exactly as you say, and it's not even just muscle memory. It's also the things that because there's a you know people turn around exactly like you've just said and say, why do you need so many synths? Well, you don't need so many synths, but the reality is that they all everything in this studio, everything earns its earns its space. Because it does something differently, or I interact with it differently, right. or there's something that it earns its place because of that. And I've I've done this right from day one, right from when I very first started with with kind of synths, I would choose my synths that they would a lot of the time they'd only do one or two things ridiculously well, but I had to have them for that one thing. If that makes sense, that one or two things yeah. that they did really well. It's like, it's like everyone used to use mini mix for bass lines because it does bass incredibly well. It's that kind of principle. And so I the idea of when workstations came into being, I I really resisted workstations for a long time, a long, long time. The only workstation I've ever had um, is the Oasis, which I have to say, as workstations go, is it's kind of it's less of a workstation, it's just more of a mothership. And so the Oasis is, you know, the only workstation I've ever had. Because the idea of of something that does everything doesn't really appeal to me. Because I know if I want a particular kind of sound, I will go to a particular kind of synth. So that's why they all earn their place. I mean, and this is why, whether it's something really expensive or something really cheap... It makes no difference if it does something really well. I mean, I've said so many times before that you know, kind of the M Audio Venom. Uh, everyone that walks in here that knows anything about synths, that or maybe an AM One X, just kind of looks at it and goes, "Why? Why have you got that in here when it's next to the company that it's next to?" Um,
0: I, I've and just put know. an image of you up, just rather than your Skype thing. I hope that's uh, that's, that's acceptable. Okay. I don't know if it's right. at your current studio. Yeah, I know what you mean about that. I mean, that, that, I think that there, there's a, a very valid point about that. And So uh, that was another question. So if it has to earn its keep, what was the last synth yeah. you sacked from your setup? And was it just because you needed the space for something else?
1: It's always because I need the space for something else. Always. There's no other reason other than for the, you know, kind of having the, you know, kind of trying to get space. And um, the last synth I got rid of, was one of my well no one of the JD800 so I still got one JD800 but um one of those one of those had to kind of give way I have to say the AM1X may may have seen its last time in here um and a K5000S which I love but there's just not room for it anymore um but that when I say when I say they get taken out studio it doesn't mean they get sold it just means but they get taken out the studio. And stored. So, <laughs> they're stored. But um, yeah, but the venom. You know, the venom was. I have to say, the venom was going to go because something else was arriving, and the venom was going to go. And then I, I literally just had an evening with it, and just thought, my God, no, I can't let go of this because it's cheap, it's plasticky, it's nasty, and it does something very specific and very unlike other
0: stuff i have to say i i I was very fond of the venom i mean it was it was flawed in many ways i remember it it was it was like under dsp i felt so sorry for the designer because obviously he came up with this great synth engine and then got absolutely when it came down to the bill of manufacturing parts they obviously just squeezed it and squeezed it and squeezed it to keep the the manufacture cost down yeah. and it, it got hamstrung a little bit but it was i used it and i remember i remember sitting on the kitchen table the, the uh, we got i was working on uh, somebody rang me up and said uh, we need some parts for a remix it's a uh, it was marilyn manson or so it was like a really kind of big artist and i was like oh my god what have i got and i had my laptop and i had a, a venom and a pair of headphones and they sent me an MP three of the multi track, so I had all these stems in MP three. So I put because it was before we had high power, so I had like three or four stems of the multi track, and I just enhanced it with the venom. Sent the stuff yeah. back, and they went, "Yeah, great." And it was like, yeah. "Wow," you know, that was uh, uh, and and that made me think, well, you know, it's got something about it because it, it was so aggressive, wasn't it? But also, the, the, it was one of the first uh, virtual synths to have uh, was it a seven bit uh, filter cut off, and it really it really made a difference, didn't it?
1: it absolutely made a difference and it's still it's still no no matter how many times I think oh you know kind of I uh, this of all in the company it should maybe have its last day and it's just no it's fantastic it does what it does it just everything sounds as you say aggressive and I I always describe it as sounding like plastic if you imagine it sounds plasticky in a in a really creative way, and some of the dis- did you try any of the distorted drum kits on it and whatever? They're fantastic.
0: I can't brilliant. remember. I think I might have done.
1: And, and the one thing I can't, well, I can't say in a lot apart from um, uh, watch this space. Not, only in terms of in, only in terms of Venom, just watch this space. Oh, really? Something maybe happening. Something maybe
0: happening. Uh, Venom. So. And, uh, who was the guy? Venom designer? I'm trying to remember. It was a really nice bloke. Venom... Is it Japanese guy? Yes, Venom, uh, Venom Synth Designer. I'm just trying to think who it was. Because it, it was really a... Uh, uh, oh, gosh. I feel terrible for not remembering it. Because he's been... He, he's In recent time, I think he's been working on synths for um, the guys who do... Uh, gosh, my memory is completely gone. What's that? Uh, the, traction. I think he's been working on, okay. he's been working on some stuff with them and he's, he's a really talented guy and he, and I remember at the time with the M audio all the people in M audio are really excited they say this thing sounds amazing and it did sound amazing for the time as well and it's still got something it, it's one of those ones that's a f- bit of a future classic I seem to recall uh, the one because I ended up hanging on to mine and uh, I think I lent it to uh, our, a guitar editor because uh, he needed something to just work with and I must try and get that back because I think it's a bit of a future classic personally
1: Hi i think you're right i think you're right oh
0: that's yeah. not you anymore is it that's you there, there we are <laughs> <laughs> thank goodness that wasn't emba- an embarrassing google search result there, there we go <laughs> anyway uh right okay so that was uh that was the uh what was it it was novation's firmware update that's right so there we got that let's let's uh jump over to go for
1: adaptive,
0: go for adaptive oh verb. i was sure. I, I was actually just about to i was about to do that so i'm going to do that here we here we go this is another product from Zynaptic who come up with this amazing amazingly unique set of products and this is called Adaptive Verb and it's essentially a an intelligent harmonic shifting reverb you know it's shimmerish but it 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 uses the input notes to create beautifully lush reverbs I'll stop talking you can listen it might translate over Skype and YouTube all, but this is uh, it's basically a very interesting. Um, I'm using that word a lot today, but there are a lot of interesting things about it. I, I don't know, ah, uh, uh, Taiho Yamada, that's right, who's the guy from Venom. Yes, thank you very much, chat room. The super brain has spoken. Um, so yes, this is a synaptic adaptive herb, it's available uh, now, and I think it's uh, on offer till September 30th, 149 US dollars, 159 euros. But the thing that really got me about this was they they've got a parameter called well there's two things one they've got a parameter called the bionic sustain reverb algorithm which i think anything that's got the word bionic in it is okay by me (laughs) but the other thing is it's got a freeze algorithm but what you can do is you can you can build up these freeze textures which you know you do by sending notes in and letting it sustain but you can save the textures as presets so you could you could you can record, I guess it it works by taking a sample, and it recreates, so you can call it back. So it becomes like a pre... And that is really exciting, because usually with Freeze Reverbs, um, it's gone, you record it, and that's it. You never get it back, because it's almost impossible to remake. But this, and I, and that, I thought that is a genius idea. What do you think? Um,
1: there are two companies that blow my mind on a regular basis. One is Solimony with um, Melodyne, and the other one is Synaptic. And if if ever there was a case of someone wrote a product or, you know, wrote a program or a plug that I want and I wish I'd written it, this is it. It, I mean, obviously, from what you've described, you've, obviously, you've played with it. I haven't. No, I haven't.
0: I've been reading and I was just a thinking, I, I, I just thought, wow, that sounds like a great idea.
1: Honestly, it is the best. Is it 150? Forty nine pounds or dollars or whatever it is. I think it's hundred forty nine dollars. Whatever it is, the best hundred forty nine. If you write ambient kind of music or something of that ilk, and you like reverb, this is a big thing. Um, it is the best money you will spend in a long time because um, I'm I'm a big reverb reverb freak. Um, I use a lot of reverb and. Uh, you know, I have I have a, a big collection of different reverbs for different um, uses. But the way that this work is just unlike anything else, really. And it's a kind of, it's a cross between, as you say, the Freeze program, which is fantastic, but it's also it got a lot of kind of eventide, you know, kind of H3000 kind of feel to it, or, you know, and then a more even eventide black hole uh, with a whole load of, you know, kind of all the shimmerous sounds like a lexicon, and it, it's but the main thing going for it is the fact that as you change key as you move around you don't get the blurring this is the thing does it does it does is, it change it, the key
0: of the existing tails the ones that are, are still there
1: Yes. well basically what it seems to do is it, it seems to basically almost i don't know the technology because i've only i've only used i've just used it on a project that i'm on and um, so if you're going to ask me how it technically works I haven't got the foggiest all I know is I'm sitting there twiddling knobs and changing parameters and it's doing amazing things which essentially it sounds like the notes that if you change chords and any of the notes in the reverb clash with what you're going to it basically fades them down and then it seems to kind of fade back up again
0: oh. with
1: with the shift and so is that from is I, that
0: from pitch analysis or midi input
1: this is pitch analysis. Wow. So, I mean, I don't know what you can hear now. I mean, I've got can you tell me if you can hear this. Yeah. Can hear that? Yeah. Okay. So, this is if I turn up the sustain on the reverb.
0: The bionic sustain, uh, I think you mean?
1: I uh, the sorry, the bionic <laughs> sustain. There we go. Can you hear the bionic sustain? I can. If I now change you now change see the E, the original note is starting to fade. If I now change key and I go some like B flat,
0: not quite picking that up. It's gating a little bit, but yeah, I, I take your point. That's the, okay. I can see why that. that I can see why that It's
1: it's the most you get the most amazing kind of drones and shimmer, and it's basically it's just like a it's just like a good old you know, a kind of lexicon infinite hall setting. The difference is that as you're moving the key around, as you're changing, it's following what you're doing. And it's it's just amazing. It's like having a, it's like having an instant pad machine behind anything you play. Ah, that's and nice. It's, it's beautiful. It's absolutely So amazing. I
0: think I'm beginning to understand why you're up till four o'clock in the morning because you start playing something with that and you're just off. I imagine you four lose hours.
1: Hours. <laughs> hours and hours and hours and hours (laughs) i was trying to get i was trying to get a job done uh and i was using this because it just fitted so perfectly and i think i probably could have finished the track at about one in the morning and i was still there at four just going well no but i could just you know i'll just tinker with it a bit more it's it's um it's beautiful
0: how is it on how's the cpu
1: uh not the best no Uh, there's also one thing that you should be aware of is the fact that because obviously it has to analyze the signal coming in so in terms of latency that there are two modes you have the the reverb itself takes a while to be analyzed and chucked out and depending on which of the blocks you use um it depends on the uh, what latency there is, but it adds quite a lot. So right. if you only use one block, it can be like about four thousand samples. If oh wow! You, which is a lot. Which is a lot. And if but if you're using all three of the blocks the, with the analysis, so you get the really sophisticated stuff. It can add up to like eleven more than eleven thousand samples.
0: Wow! So but but, so, but you can print? Can you freeze uh, freeze track freeze that and get uh, and bring that back down? So once it's recorded.
1: yeah. What what it's got it's got a live mode so essentially you click the live mode which means so just so you know so your door will automatically um, it will automatically adjust if you have it in normal mode which means that all of a sudden any channel that's using this as a send when you play it you will get eleven thousand sample <laughs> delay just on that channel okay wow which is. You know, it's unusable. So, what they do is they've got a live mode, you switch to the live mode, so which means the initial instrument that you're playing will be with no latency. The reverb itself will still be 11,000 samples late, but then when you freeze it or when you then just play it back rather than playing live, it will you know kind of um it's and you switch it out of live mode back into normal mode everything will be in order it's just a kind of work around because it obviously needs time to do the analysis yeah well of course my god my god is it worth it it is it is beautiful absolutely beautiful all oh,
0: right that's the top I, i'm 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 still I, I've, I think i was talking about it with gas it's like we really somebody needs to make a viable host hardware host for this kind of stuff so that you can just take it out somewhere and use these kind of amazing plugins i mean i guess you know if it's if it's struggling on you must have a multi-core monster i suppose it's not going to work so well in that scenario but
1: but it's not i mean you know kind of yeah it's it's not it's not awful for cpu but obviously there's a lot going on but you know i have to say that synaptic i've i mean i've got i've got most of their plugins they do things that are just not really doable and that's why i love them because almost every plugin that they bring out you do just sit there going but how can you do that you know how i mean when unveil came out i mean you know kind of de-reverbing now has become more commonplace but um, when unveil came out that just didn't exist you know how could you take reverb off stuff and and um
0: Oops, i just realized so, i've been i, I was adjusting the, the the yeah i i suppose so i mean those are the sort of things that that were that that was actually a preview of the the next topic which i guess we've got but if you, if you want to check that out uh zynaptic.com zynaptic is dot q.com and that their, their stuff is is i think he's danish is neither um the guy behind it, or is it French? Yet. Maybe French. I can't okay. remember now. I have spoken to him a few times. I, I, I was hoping. T- I think they were showing some, some preview of this, perhaps at uh, Music Messer. But it was so loud there. He just said, "I can't do the demo because I can't actually hear what I'm doing." And it's a shame. I would like to uh, check it out. But uh, anyway, let's let's take a look at uh, that. We've got one other thing because this is uh, Eve Uson who is the guy behind the Steiner Parker um, kind of implementation of the uh, Mini Brute. Has posted some demos on Daily Motion of the Matrix Brute. and this is uh, the sequencer. But the thing that's been that I've liked about these demos is uh, they're, they're the most, or most musical ones I've heard. The other thing, I, I won't play it, but that, there was another there was another demo in there which was showing the way that the split voices works because uh, it's got, I don't know, is it three oscillators? I think it's three oscillators. And you can split the keyboard so that you can have actually two separate voices. So one could be playing the arpeggiator, one could be playing a top line, and you could split the filters as well because it's got uh, two filters. So you can actually create two independent uh, synth voices and that looks real. I mean, this is the first time I, I'm starting to kind of get the Matrix Brute thing, and it's just a real shame that obviously it hasn't actually come out yet because I think we were being told June, July. Obviously, that's gone past. I mean, as often goes with uh, ambitious hardware projects, uh, uh, we're, we're more than used to this kind of thing. And Arturia, I think, had similar problems with the. Uh, um, the last hardware thing they announced, I think it was the, the the audio interface, so you know I get which i don 't even know if that 's even available yet, but the point is it i 'm starting to see the potential of this thing uh, I did email um, the Artoria guys to see if there was any uh you know anybody around but it 's france and it 's August and they 're all on holiday for the month did you did, you, is a matrix brute something that you're going to uh going to be looking at i i can't imagine why you wouldn't it's a it's impressive and b it, some of the possibilities look fam- fabulous in that thing
1: yeah i mean i i said kind of from day one about the matrix brute yet yeah, it's my it's his my kind of synth, really um um i love the mini brute and the thought of having one with all the matrix possibilities and sorry the modulation possibilities and three oscillators you know and still have the steiner parker filter and all of that i mean it makes it you know great um i think the biggest mistake I, i was meant to see one um one was meant to be coming my way a couple of months ago and because one did come via the uk um but it was still a kind of prototype and apparently wherever it was shown because they they were going to kind of give it me to just have a look a, a look at and um, uh, but they you know I mean people know that I will try and be critical and honest about these things and I think they kind of realise it wasn't really in any fit state to no
0: I think that see. because we've seen a couple of things at uh, trade shows and it doesn't seem like it's been really ready no. and that feels oops that's about no. to play but
1: and I, I think I think the sad part about this is the fact that. I, I I feel I, you know I genuinely do feel sorry for for our jury about this because um, they should have is every company is under pressure when it comes to trade shows to deliver something new and shiny and get everyone excited and that's great but at the same time that then has to be a certain kind of reality about when it's going to be finished and when it's going to be ready I mean years gone by I remember when Elisis um announced the quadrasynth do you remember this yeah do you remember the quadrasynth and they announced it and then i don't think it actually appeared for i don't even know how long i mean it was forever before it actually appeared and by the time it actually appeared people had kind of got bored of it really because they just they'd heard so much about it and they'd been promised so much about it same to be fair same with the andromeda really that was announced and then took forever to appear um and I I really wish that Arturia just kind of kept this one under wraps and just For
0: a bit longer. It- mm, yeah, I see what you mean.
1: Because the thing is now, the problem they've got is that it's still not ready. Hopefully they're now talking about is going to be is it next month or maybe October. They're still talking about September. Um and then you've got, you know, kind of Beringer coming along, and everyone seems to be full of, well, that's it now for the Matrix group because beringer are going to come along and they're going to oh they're very
0: very different though very different
1: they're completely different anyone that knows anything about synths knows that these are completely different synths. not particularly aiming at different people but their role within the synth world is completely different and um archery are going to have to kind of do a a lot of and but the, the the common denominator is here, is that both companies don't have a great reputation for build quality or reliability. I mean, I've, I've got an origin, um, uh, sorry, an Arturia origin. Oh, wow. And So you bought and, it? <laughs> yeah, I was that one person. And mine's been absolutely fine. Now, I know there are a lot of people who have had lots of faults with it. I've, I know there are lots of people that have had lots of problems with mini brutes. I've had no problems with Arturia stuff at all. And I kind of hope that it's going to be the same with this, because it looks like it could be a fantastic synth. And I think the problem is that when it was announced, there weren't any, well, it wasn't ready. When people were trying to show the features, half the features didn't work. Yeah, they couldn't
0: say anything, yeah.
1: They couldn't say, you know, and I'm kind of with you. I think in terms of what it looks like, in terms of what it promises from day one when they first announced it it looked incredible but but everything i heard from it was just so unimpressive yeah um and i think finally now uh there are some things coming out that are just making you go yes all all those things that were promised it can actually do um i think if you want it to be an all singing or dancing synth this isn't that kind of synth but if you want something with a lot of
0: Oh yeah Possibly. you get you get lost in this thing wouldn't you I mean I guess the thing is, is you know in many ways you know both Beringer and Artori are in the same boat except Beringer uh, we hope have, have brought all this stuff closer to the time it's going to be in the shot i mean it's still not here yet so i mean who knows i mean you know all sorts of things can happen in manufacture that delay things you just don't know you know the, the boat can sink bringing it over there can be you know retooling it, whatever you know so you just do not know what yeah. those stages are until it's actually there in the hands and that i think that the thing is with what people tend to do with these things they put them out there because they want someone to wait because they think, oh, if this is going to be ready in two months, don't buy that. Buy one of our things, you know, whatever it may be. And there's that temptation, isn't there, to do that. And I guess that's just, you know, marketing and all those things.
1: You see, I think that's that's absolutely a fair way of looking at it. But um, I completely, i tell you why I go, I not go against that. But, if we, you know, if we look at the devil incarnate, i.e. Apple, Apple announced something, and normally within two weeks, it's normally available. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And those two weeks cause so much, there's so much hype going on in those two weeks after it's been announced that the world wants one because for those two weeks, it is the thing to have. Everyone wants one, and they want it now, and and they know that in two weeks'
0: time, they they can get one. They can buy one. Yeah, that's a very fair point. But, you know, we're talking about companies that have probably got a five-year plan, so this is all roadmapped. Companies such as Berger or Arturia, I'm not saying they don't, but you know they're smaller they can move more nimbly and they kind of go wow look somebody's coming with this great idea for design let's do it let's do it you know and everybody gets excited and they do it you know i, mean, I i'm imagining that's how things work i mean this may be complete um, complete fabrication yeah. on my part but
1: yeah i think you're probably right but i think there's a certain point where you just have to go you look at you look at launches that are more immediate um I mean, things like the boutiques for example they were announced and within, was it, it was less than a month I think they are available, the refaces when they, after the never ending teasers that just dragged on and on and on, when they came out I think they were available within a couple of weeks or something, I don't know, I would just I would have loved it and I think it would have been better for Arturia if they just said just nothing waited. about it or just, yeah and and then said maybe now, you know, if it is meant to be coming out, September, October announce it now and get people really excited for that month where everyone's you know because let's just let's just think about this the matrix Brute, when it was announced do you remember how excited everybody
0: was, was going crazy for it yeah i mean it was absolutely. such a bold move it's like wow you're making a massive monosynth. fantastic
1: absolutely absolutely now if you ask someone about the matrix Brute, how much interest do they have now
0: well, they will. I mean, I suppose the thing is, once it becomes, it, you know, once it, there are ones out there and people start posting videos of, of having them and the review starts coming, then it will build it up again. But it, yeah, it does feel, so. it, it does feel like, you know, that you get that kind of uh, curve and then you've sort of almost got to start again. And and obviously, you know, there's the danger, as in this case, that something like the DeepMind 12 comes along and everybody goes, oh my God, and it sort of breaks the internet for a while. And and that's all people are talking about, you know, but it, it, again, it's a very different a very different thing I suppose yeah
1: it's, they, they are different things but I think I think the nice thing about them for me the Behringer compared to the the Matrix group there's there's two things going on here first of all having spent all of last week with the Q&A talking about um, about the Deep mine, um over the last week some more videos have started coming out showing uh, you know kind of the particular features and so you're getting to actually hear more of how it sounds yeah and If you remember last week, I was basically saying, look, even if this just comes in at a fraction as good as it could be, um, for the money, it's great. And the more I hear of the Beringer, I have to say it really is, for me, it really is a case of every every single conversation I have to have about it comes in with, for the money, it's great. For the money, it's great. And in my head now, from what I've heard so far over the last week, it's now, for the money, it's good. It's gone down from being great to now, for the money, it's good. It's good because I'm I'm getting more and more unimpressed by it every time I hear anything from it. Whereas with the Matrix Brute, the nice thing about you yeah, haven't heard is
0: that anything that has impressed, yeah. <laughs>
1: well, but you just know, <laughs> but, 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 but I, literally everything I'm starting to hear from the Matrix route is make, like like you said is getting me more excited, and it's making me all of a sudden I'm starting to see things and hear things that you know yes.
0: This is fulfilling the promise. Right, oh, I see, yeah. Uh, Well, here's another thought about this whole process. I mean, obviously, if you start, you're doing a kind of teaser, and again, with um, Artoria, presumably there's a point you you use it, in effect, to gauge interest, because you've still got to press the button on that first production run, however many hundreds or thousands or whatever you're going to make. You think, well, are we going to make 500? And then people will go, where is mine? I want it. You know, because you don't want to make 20,000 of the things and then they all end up in a skip because, you know, they weren't that great or whatever or that the interest isn't as much as you thought it was whereas i guess with something like the behringer you know from what we're seeing reading on forums and what uh uli's been posting on gear Sluts and all that it's like they're going to put a big order in and people will buy so i'm guessing there's a similar principle for any manufacturer you know you start off you you show something you preview it you see what the interest is like you kind of go well you know maybe we need to tinker with a few things about it and i can understand that process and that makes sense because nobody can afford to make you know Twenty thousand boxes of junk
1: yeah you're you're absolutely right i mean as an industry i mean it is an absolute nightmare and getting the business model right is is nigh on impossible to be fair you've just got to go with whatever you think because you know i think people need to remember this exactly like you said that as as a business as a business um the numbers you're talking about, even the you know kind of the best-selling scents of all time, really, in, in the bigger scheme of things, it, it's really not that big. And some of the, the scents that we now long for have such limited runs that we need to remember that these numbers are small. And yeah, if you're throwing a lot of money at something, it's going to be impossible to know the best way of doing it. It's going to be impossible to know the right time to do these things. And there are some great scents that have absolutely slipped under the radar because, for whatever reason... It hasn't quite been done right. I mean, you know, there's great. I mean, I'm a big. I think I've told you before. I'm a big Solaris fan, and I love my Solaris, and it's it is a fantastic synth. But the gestation of that was so long, yeah, that yeah. people just kind of lost interest, and the world just kind of well,
0: moved it was on. also expensive, and it suffered quite a lot of manufacturing problems. So you couldn't, you know, you could buy one, and it wouldn't arrive. for... I mean, I don't think you you you, you paid for. I
1: waited, yeah, I waited forever for mine. Yeah, yeah so I mean. <sighs> Oh, well. it's difficult it's 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 difficult it's not oh, I, yeah you're absolutely right it's not easy and i don't think there's a perfect way of doing it it's just in terms of the matrix roots i just hope that it appears soon and i i just hope they get it onto market being right if that makes sense you know i just don't i think if it comes onto market and is full of bugs and issues and whatever you know that would that would be a real shame it needs to come onto market and be spot on basically. But fingers crossed it will be. Absolutely. Will.
0: I'm, I'm thoroughly so looking forward to that. Okay. Well, I think that's, uh, that's probably about it for this week. Uh, I want to say, Ty, th- thank you so much for hanging in there and, uh, and, and making it work. I think it's just video is too much for your network. So I'll just find some more, perhaps more compromising photographs <laughs> of you that I could throw up <laughs> over it. Just
1: honestly, honestly I'll, I'll send you some. No, honestly, it's, um, I think it genuinely is to do with the uh, Olympics. As I've said before, we're in the middle of nowhere and if there's a lot going on do you remember the last time it's a euro um yes you know champion football if there's a lot of people that are kind of streaming yeah. in the village i think so so this will all be over next week so hopefully next time i'll be fine again
0: how's your how's your mobile coverage have you got a 4g modem that you could use uh,
1: uh the, the mobile code actually uh oh yeah actually as long as i'm not in this studio if i'm in the other studio then yeah i've got 4g but just not in this one
0: that, but, that, yeah, that might maybe, work right. you know that might be as a as a, as a fallback <laughs> in the future anyway ty thank you so much for joining us uh, thanks everybody for hanging in there i know sometimes it can be frustrating when you know you have technical issues but that's the nature of live broadcasting folks uh if you're not the bbc and haven't got a, a a whole team of people backing you up and satellites and all that sort of thing but uh, thanks for sticking in there i should just say uh before we go uh don't forget you can win a copy of uh isotope vocal synth all you have to do is tweet the hashtag talk love and the hashtag vocal synth to at sonic state and at isotope inc that's talk love and vocal synth to at sonic state and at isotope inc and you will be entered for next time's competition don't forget next uh, we're going up to the Leeds modular meet where the deep mind 12 will be along with i think some of the artists in the teasers and uh various other people forming will be streaming those live uh if the network is up we've just been testing the system today i mean hopefully uh, we're in the center of Leeds, so we should get a good 4g i'm not going to trust the wi-fi so um from on saturday from about one o'clock or so there will be uh 15 minutes on the hour roughly speaking uh performances and we'll be streaming those we'll also be hopefully talking to people some of the users who've had the deep mind for a little while plus various other people artist interviews rig rundowns that sort of thing so please do stay tuned leads modular meet they will just show up in our youtube live stream so uh do stay tuned for that so ty once again thank you very much for joining us and hanging in there uh and uh thank oh, no, sorry the test. that's What's all good? right that's uh appreciate it's the words that matter um so thank you ty uh, there you are static a static shot um, <laughs> that's it for this week uh, we'll see you next time thank you very much for watching see you later